0: Good morning, Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Happy hump day. It is thrilling. It is exciting because it is a Jackson Claude original recipe back in the freaking, freaking studio.
1: Back in the studio. Back. This week was so long yet so short. I feel like we were just here. I am. We were just doing breaking <gasps> bread. You look so different. What's different?
0: Is it because you mowed and growed? Excuse me? You mowed and growed.
1: Met and grat. Yeah. Yes, I met and greeted. Meet and greeted. Meeted and greeted. So I was gonna get to that. Yeah. I was gonna. Like, I, was, I was like, I actually woke stuff. up and was
0: like thinking of like a good joke for the show today, and that's, and that's what I came up it on. Yeah. That's so it's cool. gonna be a good episode. <laughs> <laughs> really good.
1: Okay, I was gonna get to everything, but I was just gonna say that we have breaking bread tonight, Spotify yeah. Live, and like last we spoke, we were doing breaking bread, and we literally have not spoken since. That's I know. How busy this weekend was for both of us. I got back from Dallas last night. I was in town for the Spritz meet and greet at Specs, And you guys, it was my first solo meet and greet. And like, not only did I kill it. <laughs> but everyone who came was just so amazing, wonderful. Like, I could have spoken to everyone for so much longer mm-hmm. than I even did. There were so many new mamas. Aww. There were so many just like people who have been around for so long. So many people brought wonderful gifts. It was really just a pleasure mm-hmm. it's a pleasure and I just feel like everyone who was there like we're just like so simpatico no you know, there I feel was like a vibe I feel like we all right does that ever happen at a meet and greet where it's like we were it's electric all, we were all in this together like we'll always have Dallas it was
0: electric I know what you mean
1: we'll always have Dallas you guys and if you know you know if, if you, you know, were there you know. like you know
0: no it looked amazing I was like watching on Instagram and the content was premium the toasters were premium and it looked like a Extravagant affair
1: It really was I got to meet and greet So many people Signing autographs I had never really Signed an autograph before But my fire penmanship Came like This was the role I was you, born to play You
0: need to write a book Because like you, you sign your name So many times When you write a book Yeah And like if you don't Have a good signature Like it's actually embarrassing Yeah um, And like you need to do that Just so you can really Flex your penmanship
1: Yeah because I was signing Boxes and canvas bags And it wasn't as much It wasn't the best Seamless Yeah, the pen to paper, they weren't, it wasn't perfection. So yeah, I would love to do that, like put my John Hancock over everything. Yeah,
0: I remember like when I, I literally practiced my signature before my book came out and I was like looking at, I think it was Stassi. She has such a cool signature. S and S. But also her name, like the S and the S, it's just not fair. Like I'm literally C-O. Like they're just two (laughs) ugly, blocky, round letters, you know?
1: Well, actually you could make the C and O very similar and it would look like S and S, you know?
0: Yeah, I guess. But it's just, like, being... Like, people think being famous is so easy and, like, it's literally so hard, you know?
1: That's, like, when people do logos, (laughs) like... Like the Netflix logo. Yeah. It stands for Never Pause. Can you believe that? Claudia, I don't think I've ever laughed so hard at something you've ever made in my whole life.
0: It only took, what, nine years on the internet? But thank you. No,
1: but before that, it was something else. Yeah. But this made me laugh harder. I think I watched it ten times. And I laughed every time.
0: No, literally, like, can we just talk about how, like, I'm really coming into my own on TikTok? Did it go
1: viral, that one?
0: No, of course not. But I also posted it. I couldn't sleep before my flight to Toronto. It was literally, like, three in the morning. It's, like, the worst timing. Uh-huh. Um, so it did fine. It got, like, maybe, like, 150 views. But, like, I could, it could have like, done better. that's premium They It got a million content. views on Reels.
1: Because Reels people are real people.
0: <sighs> Powerful words. Make it a Canva <laughs> Pro. Jot it down.
1: Reels people are real people. And we like good comedy. Jackie, that's beautiful. Thank you so much. How are we doing on TikTok since we last spoke? Also, I needed to let everyone know, at the meet and greet was a girl who's been a toaster for three weeks because she found us on TikTok. It's working. It's working. That is what I love to hear. And she was so toasty. I would have oh, never known she was so new. That, so it's reaching the intended audience. Are you, like, Are you
0: trying to make me cry? Like, That's literally what we set out to do, and we're doing it. We're doing it. Oh, that is such a relief. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, well, we've got a great show. It's Wednesday, so we have Dear Toasters. Wow, we've we're got... just going to
1: jump right in, even no. though we've been off for like six days.
0: No, no, no. I'm not saying it's time to jump in. I was just giving everyone like a rundown of
1: what was going on. Is that okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to call you out, though. Oh. Every time there's a lull yep. in conversation. Yep. Uh, yep, 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 yep. Every time there's a lull in conversation between me and Claudia,
0: she says, well, we have a great show. <laughs> well, you want to know why? One, we do have a great show. And two, <laughs> somebody's got to say something.
1: No, no, like conversation. We
0: never not have something to say. No, but like when, in the- before like the crunch and before the stories and everything, sometimes there's like a dip. And I always think a great way to pick back up because then
1: we don't go into the stories when I say that then we think of something else to say, you know? Sure, but I have so many other things I could have said. Like, how was your weekend? I could have talked about the rest of my weekend. How was Ben on the toast yesterday? It was good. Obviously, you didn't watch it. Um, No, I didn't. When I saw notification, like, I was so in a time warp this weekend, especially since I was supposed to leave for Dallas on Thursday and due to um, the fact that, nothing works, Yeah, I didn't get to go until Saturday. Yeah, My flight on Thursday was canceled. All flights that day were canceled because there was some rain in the morning. And then they blame everything on weather. The rest of the day is beautiful. At the destination, it's beautiful. And it's like, people have been flying now for almost a century. Like, you really want to say you can't fly in the weather?
0: No, they blame it on rain. They say weather because that is like an acceptable way to cancel. And that way they don't have to like reimburse you for Mm -hmm. all of your trouble. Mm -hmm. If they cancel you for no reason, then like you are entitled to like a credit and all these things from the airline but when they say weather because there's a drop of rain that's them like not having to pay
1: you it was so crazy it was thunderstorming when I woke up but I never even left my house my flight was canceled I tried to get on any other flight they wanted to route me through Pittsburgh and I just wasn't in the mood for a divine diversion no like I just didn't see that were, for me there you have some, to be in the mood there for was divine. nothing divine about it and also traveling with a baby like we're not going to get to no, no, that's no, just no. not going to happen. So then I was like, you know what? Clearly, there was some rain today. The airlines are Fakakta. We'll go Friday. Booked a flight for Friday. Before I left the house, it was canceled. Every other flight from that route was canceled. I looked at every other airport. There was not a, nary a flight. Like, nothing works. It
0: was so crazy. You, Olivia, and I all went to different airports mm-hmm. on the same morning mm-hmm. to go to different places. Mm-hmm. I bought four tickets, and thankfully, one of them took off, and then I got a refund for the other three. Olivia sat on the plane for six hours until she was forced to go home, and you never even left your house. Never even left my house for 48 hours. Because your flight was canceled.
1: And all other flights were canceled. It was a crazy travel weekend. I hope it was like... A moment in time. No, it's been getting really bad since Memorial Day. And then the New York Post like wrote up that day. And I was, I, thankfully they did because I was like looking for other travelers to talk to or like, a community, you know, or like an article that's like Delta canceled 1500 flights today, like so that i knew it wasn't just like what's going on there's no one to talk to there's no community when your flight gets canceled and so it's like true. i guess if i was at the airport i could commiserate with other travelers yes
0: i love to do that by the way but i
1: was just like i was looking on twitter like delta canceled to yeah. see like if other people were having the same experience and like what was going on and new york post wrote it up and they said it was the worst travel day of the summer You guys, the summer hasn't even started.
0: Oh, it's true. It's still technically spring. Summer hasn't even started. Wait, what day does summer start? June 21st? I think it started yesterday. Oh, so it still wasn't summer on Thursday. It still
1: wasn't summer when they said it. I think it's going to be really bad and continue to be bad because, like, Friday was a beautiful day. And your flight was canceled. And all flights were canceled from that route.
0: Yeah, so me and Ben are... Trying to plan a trip to Italy in July, and honestly, part of me like doesn't even want to go. Even though I have to say, flying back from Canada, I got to use my global entry for the first time, mm-hmm. and I swear to God, like I am elite, I'm better than everyone. It felt so good, like it was, it was worth the journey to JFK in the middle of a Wednesday, and it was worth all the trouble. Highly recommend getting global entry, and I'd have to take my shoes off.
1: That is nice. I have, been, in general, I don't have a desire for travel. Mm-hmm. I'm not going anywhere ever you again. You don't want her to be lost. I don't want her to be lost but like for people who have to travel like what do you do and it just made me realize like what is something that you absolutely have to go do that like you couldn't just like I had to go for the meet and greet like a funeral a funeral like to say goodbye to a loved one a wedding but anything else if I was going through that I would just cancel my trip if it was like
0: an optional affair
1: and, and really everything is optional I just don't know how people are living like this like will I go on my trip who knows yeah
0: no it's um it's crazy. So I'm so happy to be home. Ben wanted to go visit Olivia this weekend, and like I love Olivia with every five. Like there is not. My heart is filled with love for my sister Olivia no one and doubts her it. husband. No one doubts it. And Michaela, of like horse, I would take a bullet. Three, but not a plane. But not a plane. <laughs> like so, I'm like Ben. We can't go. Like my mental health. Like I can't take it. No, I can't. It's really, really bad. No, I know. So I'm glad our travel weekend is behind us and we can be here to give everyone the show that they deserve. Yeah. Back to the show.
1: Back to the show, but like, is anyone else shook?
0: No, it was shook worthy.
1: But it's. I just, it happened in
0: a vacuum. So if you weren't traveling this weekend, like, you don't give a shit. You'll all
1: see. You'll, you'll see. all see. Good Enjoy luck your trips. To you. And like, you'll just be looking for a community and for people to talk to and for people who are talking about it. So this is for the people who need to feel seen because they didn't get. To their place where they were going on time. I don't this that. is for all of you because I was just like, I was, it was shook. Okay, worthy. at least you
0: had to experience the whole thing from your house. You weren't sitting at LaGuardia Airport for 12 hours.
1: If I was, uh, I don't even know. W- then it would have made the news. I
0: literally woke up at eight, flight was canceled. Flight was canceled. I'm like, you know what? Let me get my ass to the airport. I'll hop on. Oh, yeah.
1: And you went without a flight.
0: I had. By the way, that was something I couldn't miss. I had a work I engagement. know, I know, I
1: know. I went without
0: a flight, about three tickets. One of them took off, canceled the other two. Love that whole 24 hour cancellation thing. I got my money back immediately did my event. I, I still haven't gotten
1: my money back for my Friday flight.
0: I still haven't gotten my money back from this. Then. Delta.
1: I haven't gotten my money back for my fly, Friday flight that never took off and there was never any other route I could have taken. You guys didn't even tell me, hey, jump on this flight. You guys just said, good luck. Also, they never even sent a notification that the flight was canceled. This was the craziest thing. So I woke up that morning, I looked on FlightAware and it said canceled. And I was like, what i didn't get a note i have the app you know mm-hmm. they, they let me know when everything's happening so i went to my app still says boarding on time i click boarding on time and it says canceled Ooh. and so all morning i was also like trying to get on the phone with delta to confirm that it's canceled tried to call delta nine hour wait time uh, okay so
0: i made it to toronto i was in toronto for approximately four hours ran for my event in full glam i'm sweating in the back of this uber my flight's at 10.30. I get to the airport, literally 9.55. Bree security. I run. He took my settings spray. I said, sir, you can keep it. I run. Get to the gate five minutes before boarding. My phone starts buzzing. I'm like, oh, it's probably Ben checking on me. Your flight has been canceled. As I'm literally standing at the gate, we booked you on a flight. This was Thursday. They said, we booked you on a flight Saturday, 6 p.m. I'm like, Thanks, guys. I'm like, what? We called. Not only did they say we have a long wait time, they said, you can't get on the line. Bye, bitch. Yeah, they gave me like a number to text instead, and it was an hour to get a text back. It was so psychotic. And when you think about the travel industry at a glance, it's like we are, first of all, travel is so expensive. Like it's more expensive than it's ever been. And we are being treated like worse than we've ever been treated. It's a scam. It's literally a scam that we're all just okay with. Cause like, how else are we gonna get
1: there? When you look around the airport, it's just full of miserable people. And I don't blame them. And it's like the people who you're able to talk to, like the gate agents, like they, they can't do anything. They, they didn't cause this. No. And who can we talk to?
0: No. And really justice for the gate agents because airlines are so understaffed. People are so miserable and cranky and they take it on, on the, out on the gate agent when the gate agent is just trying to like get through their shift and get home. Of
1: course. And that's going to like force the gate agent to seek different employment. Of like, course. That's is, why they're understaffed. And everyone is just miserable. Yeah. Period, and yeah. not even like we're—it's just so unhappy and everything's so unpleasant. You try to take a vacation with your family to have a nice weekend off. You work hard and can't even fucking get there. Like, yeah. how are we supposed to get to a better place? It
0: ain't right. It ain't right. There's no accountability in the airline no, culture. Like, who can
1: who can we talk to? And really, we need TPG to take up the mantle and fight for us. Well, travelers. you know
0: what? I was actually watching this TikTok. So I, I forget what the date was, but people on TikTok are trying to organize a gas strike. So for like two days, nobody buys gas. Um, I think they've done it in the past, and it's, like, it's in... They're trying to seek the gas prices be brought down because no one can afford gas anymore. Mm -hmm. So, um, and people were, like, making fun of the guy trying to start it, but he's, like, it actually worked, like, 50 years ago, and, like, why don't we just try? Like, two days, nobody buys gas. I actually thought it was kind of smart, and I know people, like, need to travel, but we need to go on
1: strike. I agree. But -hmm. also the pilots are on strike, too.
0: Yeah, no, and Delta is, like, begging retired pilots to come back to work, no one wants it, seems like nobody wants to work these
1: days. Yeah, but because the like they're overworked, the pilots are underpaid, still there, but they also fired so many employees in the aviation field who didn't get vaccinated. Like, right. maybe you could bring those people back now, right, too. Right, right. And it's like, who were the, the travelers need to strike? The pilots are striking. I think air traffic control is striking. That happened like in Florida a few weeks ago. They said it was weather, but really, everyone was on strike. Mm, and the who, are, who are we the T? Who are we striking against? I think the FAA, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, but like the, the secretary of Transportation. There's someone who's in charge here.
0: Hundred percent, and it's not us.
1: And it's not us. And we need TPG to really bring everyone together. He's for gallivanting
0: that. around Europe, but when he comes back,
1: this is his time.
0: Yeah, this true. is his time. This is his time. Okay. Um. So, travel rant complete. Um.
1: Don't go anywhere unless you have to. And without further ado, if you are traveling and you're delayed and you need some girls, to get you through. Here we are with the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. And
0: today's episode is brought to you by the new Starbucks Baya Energy Drink. With caffeine naturally found in coffee fruit, it's energy that's good. It's a beverage that is crafted from caffeine naturally found in coffee fruit as well as antioxidant vitamin C. It includes three delicious fruity flavors, mango guava, raspberry lime, and pineapple passion fruit. And it is a refreshing fruit-flavored boost of feel-good energy in a way that only Starbucks can deliver. Ever. the cans are 12 ounces 90 calories and they contain 160 milligrams of caffeine if you are not a coffee girl or you are seeking out you know different sources of caffeine check out the Starbucks bio Energy drink the mango guava is really good and the Starbucks energy drink is available online at grocery stores, convenience stores, and gas stations nationwide. Check it out, we have them here in the studio, and it's just like a delicious thing to wake up to. Today's episode is also brought to you by Legacy Box. We were just talking about Legacy Box. The simplest and safest way to digitize all of your aging videotapes, camcorder tapes, film reels, and pictures, so that they are preserved forever. So home movies can transport us back to unforgettable times. We haven't watched ours in so many years. We have hundreds of VCRs, and For a while, we were, like, trying to buy, like, things on bestbuy.com to, like, adapt our VCR to a thumb drive. And then Legacy Box started sponsoring our show a few years ago, and our life was forever changed. Mm -hmm. So here's how it works. They send you the kit. It's easy and safe. It includes everything you need to safely pack and send your recorded moments, including safety stickers for every item. Then they professionally digitize them. So each item is hand-digitized by a team of over 200 trained technicians in Tennessee. If you've got it, they can digitize it. They can digitize... 19 different types of media from VHS tapes to super eight film. They preserve all your treasured moments. And when we got it back, we got it back on a thumb drive. And first of all, like going from that big box of crap to literally a one inch thumb drive was just technology at its finest. It was so premium. They sent us emails throughout the way. Like, here's an update on your order. I think it was like 12 total emails. It is such a nice gift to get for someone like an anniversary or mother's day, father's day. Um, it's everything of the sort. And even if you use our code, you don't need to send your stuff in now, but just like get the kit, use the code because it's limited supplies, and then send it in when you're ready. Vis- visit LegacyBox.com toast to take advantage of this limited time offer for 40% off, and you can discover the magic of bringing your past back into view. Take advantage of this exclusive offer today, but use your Legacy Box whenever you're ready. It's LegacyBox.com toast to save 40% off. LegacyBox.com what was that? Oh, yeah, toast.
1: Our first story is big news of the day, probably the story I care most about. Luke Combs welcomed his first child with his wife, Nicole Hawking, and they revealed his name, baby boy. Tex Lawrence Combs entered the world on Father's Day, and they were kind enough to share name, photo, everything with us. Kylie,
0: take notes. (laughs) And
1: warm the cockles of our hearts.
0: So I feel like the pressure for Luke and Nico Combs to have, like, the best country name Mm -hmm. was really high because, like, You know, we've interviewed Luke so many times. (laughs) Um, And he really... And I think he knows. Like, he embodies... He always says it's like his songs are redneck imagery. Like, he embodies country culture. Mm -hmm. And his child's name... Like, I don't even know if he knows. Like, the amount of pressure. Like, the suspense. And he... Passed with flying colors.
1: I hadn't thought about what they would name their son. Or what I expected them to name their son. Plus, Luke and Nicole have very classic names yeah you know Lucas like one of the most popular boys Lucas Lucas, 1285 don't forget it be kind to others (laughs) um but yeah there is a lot of pressure to have like a a country a country kid yeah and I love this name I love Tex and also he's Texan Luke Texan I don't know know. he loves the Cowboys no he he loves the Carolina he's from North Carolina because he went to college he loves the Cowboys and then he bet on every game yeah
0: no Luke is from North Carolina and I think Nico's from Florida
1: yeah but text and then Lawrence is a classic name and it's probably
0: a family name gorgeous love this name so happy for them like this is really just like a a country fairy tale
1: It's a country fairy tale.
0: I love them so much. I was, like, screaming. Um, You know, being on Nico's close friend's story, like, is amazing. Are you on it? Yeah. And so I think a lot of people thought she already had the baby, but she was on the close friends being like, nope, not yet. And so I didn't think it was coming so soon.
1: No, I think it was imminent. And also, I remember when she post announced her, when they announced that they were pregnant, they were, like, coming spring 2022. And... People were like to them, where's the baby? Like, it's spring. And she was like, no, it's still spring. I think he literally came on the last June 21st. Yeah, exactly.
0: So happy for them, wishing them well, love them. And this is beautiful. Jackie, that's beautiful.
1: That is beautiful. And the early days are just so special and so so chaotic and crazy. Wishing so them well. Sweet. So sweet. Also, the American Academy of Pediatrics just put out new guidelines for healthy baby sleep, which everyone was sending me yesterday. Like, if you're on, like, mom Instagram, like, all of your accounts are posting graphics today. Okay. And it's really just, like, obvious stuff. What does it say? Like, baby should sleep on his back. Baby shouldn't have anything else in the crib. But, like, this is now they, they, they're they saying it officially. Special, yeah. You know, no weighted blankets, swaddles, or, like,
0: who the fuck would put a weighted blanket on a baby? No, but a
1: weighted swaddle might make them feel, you know, in theory, might make them feel like yeah, warm or crush and them, <laughs> toasty. Uh, no incline more than ten inches in the crib, like a pillow sort of thing. Got it. Anyways, so check that out. Even though I'm sure you, we heard were all doing all. that already. Even though I'm sure you've heard it all before, there was nothing that I was like, oh crap, I've been doing right, that. Right, right, right. Crap, crap, crap. Even though sometimes
0: I do check Harry's camera. And I do see, like, you know, a stuffed animal. No, in there's the corner, not a stuffed animal in the corner of his crib. Yeah. The
1: lies. No, there is. There's not a stuffed animal in his there's crib. There's, like, some shit, you know? No, there's not. Yes. Not since he's been, like, since he reached two months.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe it was, like, when he was born. And when
1: he was born, yeah. They put stuffed animals in the crib to make it, like, a little cozier. It was cute. Yeah, sure. Uh, also was going to say. Also was going to say. Mm-hmm. Take your time. I think it was going to be good when I said it. We've I'm
0: got really nowhere liking, so. to be and all night
1: to get there. Actually, we do have somewhere to be. We're recording yeah. an interview after this. I know, and I need to pump in between. So I, okay, sorry. I, I think my thought is just going to go left by the side of the road. Yeah. Collateral. Oh, got, got it back. Uh, oh. I have to stop cursing. I curse so much, Uh-oh. and I need to stop now because I can't curse like this around my son. So now when I curse, I need you to call me out.
0: Okay, that'll be hard for me just because for me, like, the word fuck is, like, the word the, you know? Like, I don't even notice it.
1: These days, shoot. Shoot. Fudge. Oh, crap. Oh, oh crikey. <laughs> darn, dun, dun, darn, darn. So just call me out. Like, I'll try. I'm really, like, I've, I've been saying for years, but, like, now I'm really working on it. So
0: I re- totally respect that. I'll do my best to help you, but, like... I am not going to be that mom. Like, if my kids curse, like, I don't give a fuck. Like, they could be doing meth, you know?
1: Yeah. No, I need a swear
0: jar on the show. Okay, fine. And what? we'll put the money towards charity.
1: Yeah. We'll find a... Like, we'll do a swear
0: Venmo. Like, who, what, are you going to bring a quarter to every show?
1: A swear Venmo. That's cute. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And maybe we'll donate it to, um, you know, a, a cause that helps babies in need. Oh, love. Baby to baby. Baby to baby. Love. Our next story, philanthropic queens, like that just took such a great turn. No way, no. That's you know what turn. that is,
0: turning a neggy into a posse.
1: <laughs> Our next story: Haley Bieber is sued for a trademark infringement over a Road skincare line. Hailey Bieber and her new beauty brand are in hot water. The model who launched her Rhodes skincare line on June 15th is being sued for a trademark infringement by an eight-year-old fashion brand of the same name as first reported by TMZ. In a statement to Page Six Style, the latter Rhodes legal team claims Bieber tried to acquire the trademark from a design duo in 2018. When they refused, she allegedly went forward with launching her own brand anyway. They posted a statement to their Instagram um, saying, you know, they're very disheartened that Haley would do this and Uh, loser. I
0: think you should read the statement. I have like really harsh thoughts me on too, this. Me too. And I just want to say, I have bought a dress from Shop Road that was in XL, and I swear to God, I couldn't get it over my thigh. So maybe they should focus on that instead of loser ass statements like this. But nevertheless, I digress. Was
1: that the loser sneeze? Yeah,
0: literally. What, what the, what's the movie? I
1: mean, it's in everything yeah, in the no, 90s. I don't know no, when. They but it's were from like a classic. When he was like, You have been doing the loser sneeze since. Loser. It's from oh, Bring, Bring it, on? it On. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And who put them in their place? Oh missy's brother of course yeah of course he did okay here's the statement from shop road nine years ago we quit our jobs and founded road out of our apartment creating a fashion company from nothing We're two women entrepreneurs who met in college built the road brand and put years of hard work into our minority co-owned company today we were forced to file a lawsuit against hailey Pieper and her new skincare line that launched last week and that is using the brand road we didn't want to file this lawsuit but we had to in order to protect our business we admire Haley; she has worked hard and earned the ability to create her own skincare care line we don't want to sue Haley we want to celebrate her as fellow women entrepreneurs we wish her every success do you Haley could choose any brand for her skincare line we we have only the brand name road that we've built that's why we didn't sell her our brand when she asked four years ago and why we ask her now to change her skincare lines brand her using our brand is hurting our company our employees our customers and our partners Okay, I just want to say I have been a customer and I'm not hurt by this. No, and to be honest, like this is the best thing that could happen to their company because now they put out this statement. Right. Everyone's reading it. I personally had never heard of Shop Road. I had, and by
0: the way, they're fancy. They sell at Saks. Their dresses are expensive. Yeah, I bought a dress that was literally expensive and I was like, first of all, it didn't fit. And second of all, it was like so like not made well so maybe I'm just biased because oh yeah it's cute stuff and now they have and now I'm seeing
1: stuff I wouldn't have seen maybe so I'll check out their brand thanks. I have so many thoughts thanks
0: Haley the first thing is that it's not like the way that this set, uh statement makes it seem it's like Haley saw the company road thought it was a cool word and stole it it's literally her name first of all so it's like it's not like she had it was their creative idea that she stole like literally she was born with this name first of all second of all they say when she tried to buy our company four years ago. Now, I don't know this for a fact, but I would literally bet uh, my entire life that she didn't want to buy their clothing company. She probably wanted to buy like shoproad.com or the at username. People buy usernames all the time. I've bought usernames. We bought the Spritz username. Like, so I think it's intentionally misleading. Like she's been watching us. She wanted to buy our whole company and then she decided to do it better. I think the wording there is very um, intentionally misleading. Mm -hmm. And two, um... First of all, one is a skincare brand, one is a clothing brand. So there's no way anyone is going to confuse. Oh no, I bought the serum from Shop Road when I thought it was Road Haley Bieber. Like literally, you can't even buy one similar product. Does Road sell chapstick? Like it's so stupid. First of all, second of all, uh, things are allowed to have the same name legally in this country if they're different brands. Yeah.
1: That's the thing for me with all of these cases, and I do feel like this one is the biggest reach of them all. Yeah. You know, the last one was the skakin and it was the facial services. But they were all skincare-based, so I think everyone
0: in a court of law might have ground to stand on. Lori Harvey, the facialist.
1: Okay, the facialist versus Kim, I actually don't think she had ground to stand on, because Kim wouldn't have been able to trademark it in her field if she had ground to stand on, and she would have gone with a different name. But it is a little similar, so... They're all in skincare,
0: so there's a conversation to be had. Sure, sure. But is everyone, is anyone talking about how like Delta Airlines, there's also like a faucet company named Delta? Right. Magnolia Bakery, Magnolia... Uh,
1: right, that's what Joe Gaines. And when these things happen, I really defer to the trademark office because if it was a conflict, you wouldn't be able to trademark it. So if Haley, and I don't think Haley Bieber would launch a brand that she couldn't have trademarked that's like, the first thing you do in business so she's able to trademark her products with ease then she's not violating any laws i think this lawsuit is a complete waste of their time and money and this whole thing is thirsty and losers fees. and i'm getting tired of it no this thing this is like
0: such a reach like my arm is killing me yeah um, and I felt like their statement was so, like, victim mentality. Victim. And I think it was full of lies. Like, I don't, and I don't know for this for a fact, but I would just bet anything that Hailey Bieber did not try and buy their clothing company four years ago. I think they, their wording was intentionally confusing because I do think she probably tried to buy some of the website donate domains or something else. Like, I don't think she was out here buying clothing companies. Yeah. So I just feel like this is, like, a, like, people are seeing, like, even we were talking about before, I had no idea Lori Harvey had a um, skincare line. And Lori Harvey never even posted anything. It was other people pointing out skin by LH versus skin by Kim. Um, and it was great press for her. I thought her website was gorgeous. Like, I'd never heard of it. Now I'm like, mm, maybe I need to get something. Right. So I think this is like a trend people are seeing. And like, if they position themselves as the victim against a big, bad celebrity, they're going to get... Tons of press, tons of sales, tons of attention. They are
1: getting those things. But I think it's
0: also, like, the discourse I've seen around this particular story is not similar to the ones I've seen about, like, Kim and Skin by LH. Why do
1: you think that is? Because
0: people are seeing this, and it's a reach. It's not the same category.
1: Not even close. So it has
0: literally, I can think of a million, Thrive Cosmetics, Thrive Market. I could think of a thousand companies in this country that are in different sectors that uh, literally Swift trucking, Taylor Swift. Like I could think of a thousand cross category brands that have this similar or same or even just one word. Right. And at least this is her name. It's just, this is such a reach and it's, it's giving like, like loser energy. Sorry. I don't want to be mean, but like, I just feel like this is like taking advantage of like a movement. Right. When you really don't have a leg to stand on.
1: And like most things, it started in earnest. Yeah. And now it, people are really just reaching here. Like, I
0: was reading the comments on a... Actually, they were, they were actually extreme... A lot of our toasters are, like, extremely smart legal girlies. Ooh. And so people were just having conversations in our Facebook group about... And I also
1: want to read the comments on the post. Yeah. I'm sure it's like, stay strong.
0: Right. But, um, hold on, let me find it. Because I thought it was very astute, you know? Smart girlies doing their legal tang. Let's see. Let's see. Road, road, road. Oh, here.
1: Oh, my God. Literally stay strong. Okay. Oh, are people saying stay strong? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay.
0: Okay, some people are saying they're signing with the business. Some people okay. said this is definitely a PR move. It's not illegal to use the same name in different industries. They probably asked four years ago to avoid this exact same thing, not to steal her name. Right. Um, A lot of people said she also didn't ask if she could use their name. She asked if she could buy their name, probably for domain purposes, Mm -hmm. not for trademarking. Um... Someone else said Haley is not going to change the name, nor should she really. As I gather, Road is a clothing brand, is trademarked as it is, a clothing brand. If they were working in skincare, this would be a different story. Haley using the name in a completely different space and market isn't wrong of her. Also, her team asking to buy the name four years ago isn't that odd. It would have been odd if they hadn't reached out in hopes of buying the name. If anything, I would imagine this would be a po- would be positive for their brand, not causing them any harm. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone else, I basically live in trademarks for my job. I thought I'd share what actually exists and what is currently live and active. This is Haley's trad- trademark filing. I will attach the other two for the same names. Hers is filed first out of all three. That's interesting. Um, And of the other two uh, are are claiming both clothing and retail. So Haley did it first, and it's in a different category. Also, none of them were filed even close to four years ago, like this company is claiming. I feel like it's easy for people to pretend to be mad with celebrities Mm -hmm. for made-up reasons with no substance, and this is what it feels like. And she has screenshots, so that's actually really interesting. Haley's um, road skincare was trademarked before any of the others, And um, they're in different categories, which is really what this whole conversation is about.
1: Oh, well that's that on that then.
0: Yeah, I just don't like, Like, people using, like, a movement to, like, get press. Of course. It's, press. Like, it's weird
1: to get, it like... It doesn't feel genuine. I don't think... Victim PR.
0: Victim PR, especially when I literally know for a fact this hasn't affected their business. One ounce. No,
1: it's the complete opposite. I personally never heard of Shop Road. These are nice dresses. I'll check them out.
0: Yeah, so it's like Haley... And they know saying that. Saying Haley's hurting our employees, our customers, our partners. Drama.
1: Haley's hurting your customers?
0: No, we're fine. We are literally fine.
1: Haley's hurting their... Yeah, no. It's it's crazy. And no, but could, this is like a
0: trend now. And yeah. at first, it was like crazy, and now I'm like, all right,
1: no, relax. It's, it's just it needs to be called out. Yeah, and that's that. Yeah, on that, on that. More fashion news from your fashion girlies. From
0: your fascists. <laughs> <laughs> that's a joke from friends. I was
1: gonna say more fashion news from your fashion girlies who wear the same thing every day and keep matching.
0: More fashion girlies from your maxinistas.
1: <laughs> yeah, from. Shop Amazon. Yeah. From Missy Empire. Has anybody heard of this website, Missy Empire? I saw an Instagram ad from a girl that I follow, and she was wearing a set, collared, and shorts, and that's all I've been wearing, obviously. And... I Sweat went, collared
0: and shorts are all that fits me right
1: now. Co- no, collared shirts and shorts are all that fits me right now. And they look nice and, and proper and professional. And so I was influenced by her and I went to Missy Empire and it looks just like misguided. The like oh. the whole website and it's Missy, Miss? misguided. I Googled to see if they're related. I didn't find anything. No,
0: but those Instagram ads are getting better. It used to be like a scam. If you ever in your no, life. It, no,
1: it was a girl. It was an influencer. brand oh. Grand deal.
0: Well, if you ever in your life like see an ad for a website called Z Crave. Don't Please. buy their ski suits. Don't. Buy it first of all. They don't let you return. Don't it's buy their so ski expensive.
1: Suits, you guys, that was the
0: biggest scam I'd ever in my life, and it made me so wary of. Inst- that was Facebook, actually.
1: Yeah, Snitch and I once got matching like cool <laughs> ski suits no. from one of those websites, and it was like hers was pink and mine was blue. Uh, mine was pink and hers was blue, and it was like furry, and we looked- We would have been like two snow buddies mm-hmm. on the slopes. Couldn't have been cuter. Yeah, they might as well have sent a hot bag of garbage <laughs> right. because it was crap. Crap. Yeah,
0: you have to be so careful these days.
1: You, oh, we would have been so
0: cute. I know.
1: Okay, our fashion news: Harry Styles and Gucci are teaming up for a playful 1970s-inspired collection called "Ha Ha Ha" collection, and it's inspired by Harry's friendship with the brands Brienne, with
0: the brand with the of Tarth
1: <laughs> <laughs> with the brand's creative director Alessandro Michel. Oh, so H and A, ha ha. <laughs> H- oh, Harry, Harry and Alessandro. I didn't understand the
0: ha-ha-ha collection. Me
1: neither. I was like, is it funny? Are you comic? Um, this is cute. Honestly, I don't know if,
0: like, Harry's fans are out here buying Gucci suits because I think they're really young. But for Harry's brand, this is great. Um, the stuff looks cute. He's so, like, he's so fashion.
1: He's so fashion and a fellow fascist. <laughs> Even though his fans aren't, you know, probably trying to Gucci buy this men's suits, he is like an icon in the fashion world, and this is really like good for his brand. And he's Gucci, and Gucci is him, and it's perfect. And he's and known he's so, for like, like 70s, 70s retro. patterned suits. It's a no brainer.
0: Yeah, I think this is really smart. Um, and it just makes me think about like celebrity collabs with like major fashion houses. Remember Ariana Grande for. Uh, what was it? Givenchy? Givenchy yeah. yeah. And that was like, like random. What did she do for them? I don't know. What was the collection? What did
1: they do for her?
0: I don't remember.
1: I don't know. her. Obviously, there's
0: her. Kim and Balenciaga, which yeah. like, I, I can visualize what that looks like. You know, long leggings over your feet and gloves. And the bags. Yeah, and the bags. So I don't really... Um, I like that Ariana Grande collab was weird.
1: But what's different is like those were like, um, we're going to be the face of this brand. This yeah. is a collaboration collection. Yes,
0: yes, yes. That's true.
1: Um, also, the brand said the phrase ha 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 is how Mich- uh, Alessandro, Michelle and Harry have ended their messages to each other for years since uh, meeting. I just so feel like that's, that's like a little personal. No. So that's why it's called that. But it's also like Harry. It's their initials. Alessandro.
0: It's their initials.
1: Yeah, this stuff is really cute. Harry Styles is like really killing it. I know.
0: With the music, with his personal life, he seems so happy. His nail polish uh, company is like doing so well, pleasing. Um, Like Harry is, is that
1: bitch. Like he's really like kind of like the biggest rock star in the world. No, for real. The way, like... And uh, what's nice about it is that he really is worthy and he's so talented, mm-hmm. you know? It's not like everybody's just obsessed with someone who stinks.
0: No, and it's like this... Not that they stink, but it's like... It's not confusing, like... And this is not me railing on BTS, but like when you, when they first came on the scene, we were like confused, like how are there literally a million people at a stadium? And now I understand it, but with Harry, it's like we have watched his progress and honestly now that I've known BTS for a few years I can say they are extremely worthy oh by the way we never made it a story you know they're going on
1: hiatus I did see that is that crazy it is crazy but you know me holding out hope as always no but hiatus and I just don't think like even though this is gonna hurt me to say like Little Mix is not BTS like I don't I guess they're like the Beatles you know yes and all good things must come to an end. Because I was going to say, how do you walk away from that? But, like, people do it every day.
0: No, I know. And I wanted to get your take on something me and Ben were arguing about yesterday. You know, Marcus to. Mumford is leaving Mumford & Sons. He's going solo. Okay. And me and Ben were going back and forth on, like, whether he would be successful or not. And Ben, like, didn't even know his first name. And Ben was like, this is the worst idea ever. He's going to flop. And I'm like, I think he's going to be huge.
1: I think it's going to be the same. Right, but why, like, why can't he just, like go solo and bring the rest of the band with him. Isn't it him singing anyway? And it's literally Mumford and Sons? Like they could just call Mumford.
0: No, I know, and... Um,
1: Why does things have to be this way? Why the, does everything have to be so extreme? But the band
0: had already started falling apart. Like last year, one of the guitar, one of the band members left. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like it was only a matter of time. But like, how do you perceive Mumford and Sons? Like me and Ben were on two different pages. I said like they're not at the same level, but they remind me similarly to like Coldplay.
1: I, that's what I thought you were gonna say. Agreed. Just like Ben ag- thought, I was
0: crazy for saying that.
1: They're just such a well-respected band. Indeed. They're not like the thirstiest, but like they draw huge crowds. Thank you.
0: Oh my god, I feel so validated. Ben yeah. thought I was crazy. I'm like, they literally play stadiums. I went to one of their concerts. It was like in college. It was literally the biggest place i would ever I'm been. Sure, it
1: was an amazing show. It was
0: incredible. I used to be such Incre- a Mumford. And what's crazy
1: about Mumford and is You would think, and this is how you know the power of Mumford. You would think that we wouldn't like them because right. they're so they're not indie. us. They're not sceney. No. They're alternative, yet they are for everyone.
0: Okay, I'm so glad you agree. I feel so validated. Because I'm like, am I crazy? Or like I literally, the clips I see like on social media from some of their concerts, they don't go on tour a lot, but when I do, it's like hundreds of thousands of people. Mm-hmm. Okay, I feel so validated. Thank you. Yeah. And by the way, you know, Marcus Bumford wrote the theme song for Ted Lasso. It's his song. Yes, yes. Yeah, and it's really good. So he's been doing like his own thing. Him and Carrie Mulligan.
1: Oh are they together? Mm-hmm. Married. Yeah, I was trying to think who he's married to because I remember as someone famous, which is so exciting. No,
0: and then Ben was like, "Who's Karen Mulligan?" and that's when I knew I couldn't talk to him anymore.
1: <laughs> it can be frustrating. Karen Mulligan. Okay. <laughs> okay. Are you ready for our next story? No. Okay. Good. Because thank you. Is it me. hot in here today? Um.
0: Yeah. It's been like freezing in here every day, so we come in in our shorts for the summer, and now I'm sweating. Today's episode <laughs> is brought to you by Thuma. Thuma practices an intentional less is more design philosophy for the bedroom with clean lines subtle curves and lifestyle enhancing details Thuma provides that simplicity is the truest form of sophistication introducing the bed by Thuma handcrafted from eco-friendly high quality upcycled wood you'll find beautiful unique variations in the natural grain. The minimalist design featuring Japanese joinery helps elevate any space. It's super supportive for your mattress, breathable, and it's made to naturally minimize noise and create space. It's made for how you live. The bed by Thuma is backed with a lifetime warranty. It ships right to your door in three easy to maneuver boxes, and it takes about five minutes to assemble with no tools required. Along with the bed by Thuma, Thuma also offers other bedroom essentials to elevate bedtime. The nightstand, the side table, and the tray are perfect complements to the bed. Thuma works with One Tree Planted to plant one tree for every bed and nightstand sold. All of their essentials are green guard gold certified. Create that feeling of checking into your favorite boutique hotel suite but at home with the bed by Thuma. Now go to thuma.co. Slash toast To receive a $25 credit towards your purchase of the bed, plus free shipping in the continental U.S., go to thuma.co, C-O, slash toast, that's T-H-U-M-A dot C-O, slash toast, for a $25 credit. Why are you laughing?
1: Thuma, 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 let me be
0: your Thuma, 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 Thuma. Thuma. Let, Let me be, be your Thuma. That's, That's why you were laughing. I'm, I'm glad I, I, feel, I feel complete.
1: And I just couldn't move on until I got that out. Yeah, you should have said it when I first said Thuma. I tried, but trust me, there was no window of By the opportunity. way, so
0: in this ad, I thought they were literally talking about me. Clean lines, subtle curves, and lifestyle enhancing <laughs> details. That's I'm like, you. I'm like, for sale. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the answer is yes. Yes, I, is. I can be bought. She can be. Our next story, Garcelle Bouvet is opening up about her ongoing eczema battle. She said, I wanted to crawl out of my skin. So Garcelle is sitting down with People Magazine to talk about her struggle with the painful skin condition of eczema.
0: So um, I saw this yesterday on social media. It was like a digital cover. It was a beautiful picture of Garcelle, literally my queen. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I am going to rail on her, so I just want to say like I – love this Love, woman. adore, Stan. Respect like I she's turning out to be one of my favorite housewives in history. So before okay. So it was this digital cover and it was like, you know, people is always like breaking news about, you know, my life with something. And it said Garcelle Bouvet opening up about my life with eczema. And I was like Oh, um okay. Because, like, eczema is extremely common. I had it when I was a kid. Like, it's extremely common. It affects
1: um, more than 31 million Americans.
0: Right. And it's just, like, it's, I didn't know it was something that you had, like, an article written about, Right. You know? You,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. That you have to.
0: And I'm not, you know, doubting her journey or her trauma. No. But it's, this, this is just, like, classic celeb. Like, you need, when you get pressed as a celebrity, like, you need, like, a, a, a something. Ce- a hook. A hook. And, like, this is just kind of, like, a, like a light hook.
1: extremely light hook I think that's a kind way of putting it right um I don't know why she even like needs extra press she gets so much just from like the show her like the real I would just want to hear Garcelle talk about my life as Garcelle no so true that's a cover I would read
0: and I was just like really confused by this because to me having eczema is like definitely an inconvenience But Mm -hmm. it's not like a life-altering thing. Unless you have like the worst case of eczema ever and it's all over your face. For the most part, people who struggle with eczema get like, especially in the winter, like patches on their legs and arms. Yeah, she said she started getting patches behind her knees. Right, so it's definitely inconvenient. To me, like the equivalent is like having to wear contact lenses. Like there's something slightly off, but it doesn't change your life. So this to me, I was like, Garcelle Bouvet, my life with glasses. Like, (laughs) it just, it seemed like a lot. I was confused. yeah. Yeah. But literally love respect the fuck out of Garcelle. I was just like mm. But I also it, it I did was, see a TikTok about Garcelle. Um it
1: was GMN. Garcelle's mindless news.
0: Thank you. I was looking for like the perfect way to wrap it up and you just did it. Yeah. Um I did see this TikTok of Garcelle. Um like no one putting enough respect on Garcelle's name for being like the absolute 90s style icon. If you go and look at her red carpet photos from the 90s when she was, like, up and coming. She was in Coming to America. Like, she's literally, like, everyone's always posting, like, you know, uh, Johnny Depp and Winona. Like, she's that bitch. Like, her on the way. Her little glasses and her, like, maxi bodycon dresses. Like, she's so sickening. I'm on my way. Here I am. And just, like, look up, like, a 90s y- red carpet. 90s. Style. That's all you need. Yeah. Everything it's, of the sort. It, like, she's like a Tumblr account. Like, it's yes. so sickening. That's what she should have done an uh, interview on.
1: Yeah. My... Life as a 90s fashion icon. Yeah,
0: that's extremely interesting to me.
1: Yeah, wow. Take a,
0: take a trip down memory lane on Google. You guys, like, you will die. Because Garcelle, obviously we know her now. She's like very glamorous. Mm-hmm. But she was like doing like the perfect understate, understated 90s glam. Like little makeup, little glasses, little purse, little choker, little dress.
1: Yeah. It was wow. kind of everything Super of the sort. Super cute. Okay, yeah. I'll go down a rabbit hole at a later date. And if now, you're making like a 90s mood board. Make sure to include Garcelle. Yeah. Our fifth and final story. Are you ready for it? Is it, um,
0: is it the final story? It's the final story. It's the 90s. It's, no. It's the Fast Five. Told to you by a favorite. Fascists. And there's a magic number. She wants her dinner now. <laughs> People are going to be like, they really are fascists.
1: <laughs> oh my God, I was laughing. I didn't watch yesterday's episode, but I did watch the Instagram reels I know
0: exactly are you gonna say (laughs) HRH no, oh no. I got so many comments on my TikTok like in my LaGuardia rant oh my god when I was ever telling everyone like you're so dumb you're so stupid were, everyone was like you literally are giving HRH vibes oh that's amazing and when I was saying it I was like am I HRH I was like you're fucking dumb like <laughs> I I felt so much like her I thought that's
1: what you were gonna say no I was gonna say when you started imitating people about the restaurants <laughs> what did you say I was like um, well they have such good restaurants. a restaurant yeah
0: like no that's what everyone says I was at the wedding talking to people and like my friend Beatrice she literally sent me the TikTok she was like it's about me
1: I'm like yeah because she was like
0: there's an H&H bagels (laughs) I'm like who fucking cares
1: (laughs) no and you're right I don't want to lounge at the airport I just want to get to where I'm going and then
0: people are like well it's so nice that they made it so big and nice because if you're delayed like you have somewhere to go well Mm -hmm. why don't you work on not making it delayed and stop building bagel shops
1: work on the delays not the place where we are going to experience delays delays It doesn't have to be like this, you guys. It wasn't always like this. It wasn't. Don't stand for it. Don't. Airline strike. Uh, We're starting it. Yeah, why not us? We're number two on Spotify. By the way. Why not us?
0: Can we talk about that? We're still number two. You sent that to me on Sunday.
1: Us and Joe.
0: Us and Joe, like literally the top podcasters on the planet?
1: And we're still number two.
0: I know, because Breaking Bread is literally like breaking the charts
1: (laughs) that's what it should be called
0: that was and we have another one tonight you guys we do
1: so here are the deets in case you missed it last time if you want to join and listen live and be able to interact with us chat you you don't have to interact but if you want to listen live and like watch the live chat it pops off mm -hmm. it was crazy Download the Spotify live app. It's really easy to download and then just follow Breaking Bread and you'll get notified when we go live. Which
0: is 7 p.m. Eastern time every Wednesday.
1: If you're busy at 7 p.m. Eastern time or you're not interested in the live experience, you just want to listen on your own leisure, it will be on the Spotify app in due time.
0: At se- at um, On Friday. On Friday. But also, if you have the Spotify app, you can listen live right. at 7 p.m. to Breaking Bread, the regular Spotify app. You just can't like chat and stuff. So if you're going to tune in live just tune in on the Spotify Live app. It's free to download. Yeah,
1: because we talk a lot about the chat as it's happening. Right. So you could experience it. But yeah, you could listen on Spotify Live, but then not again until Friday. Yeah. And that's what you need to know. Yeah. Our fifth and final story, Brad Pitt is on the cover of GQ talking about his acting career. He said he considers himself on his last leg. He said this last semester or trimester, what is this section going to be? And how do I want to design that? That's kind of crazy. He is 58. So I guess if we're going in tries... I mean... This would be the third trimester. It's like low-key dramatic. Um, yeah.
0: What is with everyone today in the drama? Yeah. Our customers, my eczema, my last... <laughs> last I'm dying. <laughs> like, my last act at 58. No, this is like saying, like,
1: like, does he have an illness? It sounds like he's on his way out. Yeah, this is a quote that will speak to you. I'm one of those creatures that speaks through art. Mm-hmm. I just always want to make. If I'm not making... It sounds like you should go to the bathroom. <laughs> Who was it? Wasn't. I think it was like Kristen, our friend, who said like one of her icks is like when someone says they have to make or like about a dog having to go to the bathroom.
0: Ew! Who the fuck says that? You say that to kids, like no, like you have to make that, like not we're adults. You have to go to the bathroom, take a dump, like,
1: or even make a duty piss. Like, like you have to make.
0: Yeah, it's agreed, and that's what it sounds like. So
1: I just want to always make. If I'm not making, I'm dying in some way. Honestly,
0: um, now that just makes me think of like Brad Pitt sweating, crying, screaming for help on the toilet. Yeah. Because he's making. Um, I think this is hella dramatic. I do wonder what he will do next. But um, I don't care because he's like so handsome that he could literally work until he's 100.
1: Yeah, he also said that he's quit cigarettes. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Cigarettes
0: are like so big in Hollywood. People don't talk about that a lot.
1: Yeah. And so is vaping, especially for some people who have quit. I wonder if he's vaping. I wonder if he's vaping too. But um, I just feel
0: like when we were kids, like in tabloids, like the Nicole Richie, Paris, Lindsay era, like they were always smoking cigarettes. Yeah. And now it's like taboo. So we think that they don't do it anymore. They just don't do it in public. Like whenever I've been around celebrities, they're literally chain smoking cigarettes.
1: That's so interesting. Yeah,
0: And you know what it makes me think of? Um, when the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills went to Dubai and like literally Lisa Vanderpump finally got called out and she went back to her room with Ken crying, she started chain smoking cigarettes. And it's like she probably does smoke cigarettes, but we've never seen it on the show. Yeah,
1: I think it's like now how a lot of reality stars vape and hide it.
0: Yes, but in the early days of Vanderpump Rules, they were chain smoking outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So interesting. Suck a dick, Diana. She had a cigarette in her mouth.
1: And it's funny how like everyone hides smoking cigarettes or even vaping, but they don't hide smoking weed.
0: Yeah, well, because I think, like, you know, one could argue the list of benefits from smoking weed, and I don't think there's literally one benefit from ripping a cigarette or a vape. Looking cool. (laughs) (laughs) Forgot about that. So true.
1: (laughs) So those are the fast five stories. Brad Pitt has quit cigarettes. How cool is she?
0: Oh my God. I'm so cool.
1: If you've seen the Not Like Other Girls tour, none of this is a surprise to you. And if
0: you haven't seen it, I do feel sorry for you, but I won't in a few weeks. And that's me being subtle.
1: We love subtle. Let's we do. leave it at that. I yeah. know you're dying. I know no, you're I was going to leave it at that. You're keep going. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Anyways, be cool. Smoke a stick.
0: <laughs> Just kidding. I'm kidding. No, today's, okay, let me. I feel like I have to say this now. Everything you've heard here today uh, is a joke. We are not fascists. We don't think smoking cigarettes is cool, kind of. Um, and eczema is a big deal. <laughs> should we continue on to Dear Toasters, our weekly advice segment that we do every Wednesday?
1: Yeah, we should. Are you sure? <laughs> I don't know. I just like really need to pump. We have so much to do. I thought maybe we could like do Dear Toasters. We have time. We have time. Day. we have time. Let me. Okay. I'll make it quick. Okay. Okay. Sorry, um, guys. I, I'm sorry. No, like. We're actually both filming day in the life vlogs, me and Claudia, competing day in the life vlogs. So you'll see how like just, you know, frantic I am today.
0: Dear Toasters is brought to you by Third Love. Third Love's 24-7 classic t-shirt bra is designed to fit and form to your body. Every detail has been made with your comfort in mind from fit to style to function and beyond. It forms to your body to make your boobs look their best. Plus, the straps won't slip, and there's no pinching or digging. They have literally invented half-cup sizes, so you always get the right fit. It comes in sizes A through H, and they're exclusive half-cup sizes. If you... Shout um, out to my H girls. I mean, I'm an F girl. Is it it an F bra? No! Okay, but actually, like, I didn't really know what size bra I was until Third Love started sponsoring the show, like, four years ago, and I took that quiz, and I was like, What? And I swear to God, it has changed my life. Their quiz will change your life. The t-shirt bra is everything of the sort. No overflow, no digging straps. Like, you're just wearing the right size bra. And I feel like half the women in this country wear the wrong size bra. Mm -hmm.
1: Um,
0: Your bra size can change over six times throughout your life, so you should always be getting it checked. They make it easy to find a bra on 3rd Love that actually fits with their fitting room quiz. It's like a personal shopper, but better. It focuses on size, breast shape, fit issues. Um, and feeling is believing, give yourself the 24/ 7 comfort bra that you deserve. Upgrade your bra today and get 20% off your first order at thirdlove.com/ toast. That's 20% off at thirdlove.com/ toast. Thank you. All right dear toasters our advice segment if you ever want to write in um, you're having any trouble you know at home with your relationship with your friends, with your boss, dear toasters at gmail.com. Hey girly girls. I'm a huge fan and I love you both so much. P.S. Jackie, I just had a baby boy two weeks after you and I've been on this crazy motherhood journey right along with you, sis. Thank you
1: oh man you're welcome I'm so curious to hear what you have to say and now thinking of it through the lens of a new mama mm-hmm. I got you
0: thank you for like the pertinent context extremely now on to my dilemma mm. my, par- my husband's parents have been happily married for almost 30 years and they live out of town recently my father-in-law came to visit my husband and I by himself for a father-son golf outing on our way home from dinner that evening I was seated in the back seat behind my father-in-law while my husband was driving without intending to I looked up and oversaw my father-in-law's phone screen while he was texting I saw a message from him saying we had just left dinner and he wanted her for dessert along with other messages that said something about kissing. I immediately looked away, and my first thought was how sweet that he still sends flirty text messages to his wife. But then something in me me made me look at his phone again, and that's when I saw the name at the top of the text thread was not his wife. Then, to solidify the pit I was feeling when we got home, he announced that he hadn't heard from his wife all evening and she must have fallen asleep. Then he appeared to be texting on our couch for the rest of the night. What would you do with this information? Do I tell my husband what I saw, or do I continue to mind my own damn business and not worry about it? Please help... A toaster with a pet. Mm, this is so tough. This is so tough. Because you don't want to be like a snitch and you do want to mind your own business, but like And like how
1: can you even keep this like from your husband? Even if you both decide not to do anything of it about it, like wouldn't he wanna know? Just even if you're just gonna like be shook together. Yeah, but then also
0: like you're a woman who supports other women. Like, would you wanna know?
1: Thirty years later, he wants someone else for dessert, like have her. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say to dump this burden on your husband and let him decide really? what to do with it. Yeah, You're it's gonna, his parents. No,
1: but like they've been together 30 years. His whole life is, and he just had a new baby and like he's gonna, his whole premise is going to be off if he finds out that his Well, dad, he'll have
0: to grow up. He's about to be a father.
1: I don't, oh, he is a father. He is a father. I think you just swallow it. And let these people let the chips fall to where they may. It feels wrong. And, like, what
0: if down the line something happens and, like, your husband says, like, you, you didn't tell me? Like, he wanted. I don't think you'll ever regret telling him, but I do think you might regret not telling him. Just your husband.
1: Yeah. It would be really hard to not tell your husband and, like, to one, to keep something from him, but also, like, something so big and.
0: No, and then it's like someone else's lie becomes your lie. And, like, yeah. now you're becoming implicated in this web of lies. Dump it on him. It's his parents. It's not your fucking problem.
1: Well, you were the gone snooping. Just kidding. No. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, yeah. If you can't live with it, keeping it to yourself. No, if you
0: can't die with it, yeah, then you got to tell someone.
1: Yeah. And you could tell your husband to make it his problem and ruin his life. Sure. Yeah. Ruin his life. everything he thought to be good and true in this world. But at least you'll
0: feel good. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is about you. You just that had a baby. Thing, like,
1: keeping the secret is like in a lot of ways very selfless. Yes.
0: But also, I just i don't think anyone really ever regrets telling the truth. Like,
1: of course not. That's like the real lesson. But also, no good deed goes unpunished. Not true. So, these are conflicting ideologies. There's also
0: the route you could take, like direct de- directly to your father in law, but like, oh, that's extremely brave. Excuse brazen. me. <laughs> what? Wait, that's ex- what? That's extremely that's brave. Not
1: your job. That's yeah, no, not your job. job. So, here, you have two job. paths. Which one sounds more appealing to you? What kind of person are you? Can you live? Can you die with it? Do you want to? Do you think your husband could handle it? Does he think his parents' relationship is perfect and this will literally send him into a midlife crisis? Right, that's the thing. Like, what is his perception of his parents? Because, like, some people, especially
0: those elite few whose parents have been married for 30 years, like, put their parents on a pedestal. Maybe he, like, puts his dad on a pedestal. So, like, if this actually would, like, shake the foundation. Of the earth in which he walks like you might want to second guess telling him but if he's like a rational human being who's like oh it's nice my parents are still married i wonder how they do it then i think he might be able to take it right right. but some people especially like the older you get you think you get more mature but the older you get and the older like your, the longer your parents have been married like it gives you like a superiority complex yeah so what kind of man is your husband that's on you to decide but mm-hmm. either keep it to yourself or just tell your husband
1: depending on all of these things good good luck to you girl best wishes Best wishes. Hey, girlies. Longtime listener, first-time
0: caller. My son has become really good friends with a kid named Maverick, and they've been hanging out all summer break. Your son sounds awesome. Awesome. So does your son's friend. <laughs> I really like Maverick, and I've always treated my kids' friends to dinner, ice cream, etc. if they're in my home. Recently, whenever my son goes to Mavericks, he's been asking me for money because Mavericks' parents don't treat. Personally, I would be mortified as a parent to ask a 12-year-old for money, but I just let it go. The other day, while picking up my son, I got to talking to Maverick's mother, and she asked me about some money my son owed her. I thought this was incredibly weird, but I just promised to Venmo her. Do you guys think it's weird? Should I say something to her because I pay for her son? Please help. Sincerely, a confused toaster.
1: That's so weird. I mean, this isn't something I've experienced yet. Me neither. Like, So, But just the idea of a grown woman saying, your son owes me money is really weird.
0: Yeah, and so it does just make me this there's always a difference between cheap between being cheap and being poor Mm -hmm. and i'm not sure which scenario this is but if she's like a mom and she's busy and she needs the money like part of me is like just give her the money um but then like the petty part of me is like okay well you also have to start venmoing her i think the concept of asking the kid for money is very weird but asking like later on in the week like for the mom to reimburse is less weird yeah
1: but it's Framing it as your kid owes me money. No, versus it's like, bizarre. I took the kids to get ice cream. Like it was this much.
0: No, this is really weird. But like, you really never know what like someone's financial situation is. So like, of course, like you know, for someone like you who sounds financially stable enough to treat the kids, you think this is crazy. But if like someone's in a different scenario than you,
1: but you they don't, don't have to be, be going out for ice cream. They could just play like you in know, the house, in, right?
0: It costs zero dollars to ride a bike, right?
1: And have yeah. snacks at home. And
0: snacks at home, yeah. This is so uncomfortable. And honestly, I have not one piece of advice. I don't know. I literally don't know how to navigate this. Maybe
1: some fellow mamas could share in like, the YouTube if, comments what's typically done here, because it's not something I've ever thought about. Because you know what? If the situation is like,
0: we're not going to pay for our kids' friends, then fine. No one's paying, and then we'll all reimburse each other later on.
1: But then it's this, it goes against this woman's principles to ask a 12 year old for money.
0: No, she wouldn't be asking the 12 year old. She'd be asking the mom, like when, when she oh. came to pick up her son. Got it. But it can't be one way. It can't be I'm paying for your kid and I'm paying for my kid too. Yeah. Yeah. I think people with kids need to weigh in. Lead it, lead the way- never, charge. I
1: never, I never thought about it. Me neither. Yet. So. Good luck. I'm sorry. What's, I have, what's done. This and... is ho-
0: like literally horrifying. I have nothing to add.
1: <laughs> no, me neither.
0: This is our third and final one. Okay. Hey, Claudia and Jackie. Just want to start off by saying congratulations on the new baby. Claudia, congratulations on your second tour. I saw you in Chicago and you were the highlight of my trip. Now let's get into it. To give you a brief background on my situation, I'm 32 years old and I just broke up with my boyfriend of three years. I was heartbroken to say the least. But because of that, I moved out of our place together and now I'm temporarily living at home with my mom. Since being home, whenever I need help with some things around the house that require some heavy lifting, I always call my neighbor to see if he can help. His name is Maverick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's such a popular boy name. And I geez. just want to say
0: you guys, we're not changing these names. People are writing in exclusively using Maverick. Yeah. So she calls her neighbor Maverick to help her out.
1: Okay, I love it. Hallmark movie. Done. Well, Get Maverick, married. who Get I married. who That's I literally
0: used to babysit as a kid, grew up to be the hottest man. Of course he did. Uh, we've recently started exchanging some flirty DMs back and forth and let's just say there's a lot of sexual tension there okay the only issue is he's 23 and I'm 32 and my question for you is do I just go for it a part of me thinks that hooking up with his old babysitter would be his wet dream but another part of me is like what the fuck am I doing these people have been my neighbors for 30 plus years so I don't want to get into anything awkward but at the same time I'm kind of in a I don't give a fuck mood right now please help Signed, A Slightly cougary Toaster. I read this book last night. Okay. First of all, really recommend A Part of Your World. Okay. Um, and she's 37 and he's 28. And, like, at first she can't get over it because it's, like, so disgusting. But then, like,
1: it really doesn't matter. Yeah, but also 37, 28 is different. A 28-year-old male is very different from a 23-year-old male. Those five years are critical.
0: Yeah, and as much as I I'm usually, like, throw caution to the wind, like, just fucking do it. 23 is, like, a little young.
1: And that plus like you need the help around the house like you don't want to make things awkward and like this is a 30-year neighborly friendship like is it worth all the benefit losing those benefits if things get awkward yeah I'm thinking no I'm thinking no even though I'm always like yeah just fucking I know people are gonna be like just do it YOLO you know caution to the wind and you're in this season of your life but like there is, a handyman is really hard to come by. No, and
0: there are like twenty-five-year-olds who don't live next door to you.
1: Yeah, and like
0: if you're feeling cougary, that I'm like, yeah, fucking do it. If not now, it's when? not
1: because he's twenty-three. It's because like you have no intention of anything serious with him, and like you need his help.
0: No, but it's also a little because he's twenty-three. Like it's just a little too. Well, young. if he were
1: older, I'd be like, well, get married. No, to no him. if he's twenty-five,
0: something about twenty-three is like a little too close to college.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I there's say no. no potential for a relationship because he's so young. I was ready for this to be like the, the hallmark movie, the happy ending, end of your story. But I, I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say no. Too. I think
0: you'll regret doing it. You actually might regret also not doing it. But just if you're looking to go fuck someone else who's like young, go go love that journey for you. I'm sure there's an app for that. Yeah, cougarlicious.com.
1: You should amend
0: it. Hot numbers that? Um, all right, well, that's our show. That was Dear Toasters. Thank you to everyone who was extremely vulnerable with us. Um, the email to write in is toasters at gmail.com. Try and keep it as brief as possible because a lot of the ones we get are just like a little too long. Like this is only an hour long show. So. But we do
1: live Dear Toasters on Breaking Bread so we're able to get more context. Yeah. What kind of man is your husband does he think his parents are infallible or can he handle reality we would get to know them we could give you better advice
0: so if you are joining the live show tonight and you need some advice start thinking about what you might want to ask us keep in mind it is not anonymous anonymous. that's the difference so if you want to talk about like your mother-in-law or something like she might hear it so just letting you know
1: it's the number two podcast so she really might no actually
0: sorry she will know yeah That's our show. Thank you so much for listening to The Morning Toast, the millennial morning show where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as podcasts anywhere podcasts can be found. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places. So wherever you listen to podcasts, find us, The Morning Toast, and leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. Thank you guys so much for an amazing hump day show and we'll see you tomorrow for Thursday. Goodbye. Goodbye.